So we were talking about this as we came into the studio today. That we've both been guilty of saying that we hate country music. But then like, as soon as that one country song comes on the radio in the car, we go so hard. Oh my gosh. Ham, like full blown. Yeah. So like for me, that would be Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. That's a classic. If I can't pick the same, I'm going to have to go Mama's Broken Heart by Miranda Lambert for sure. And like, this is more of a, this is more of an issue with like newer country rather than like older country. But like, there are still like some gems out there that are just underappreciated and kind of get masked under that whole I hate country thing that we've got going on. Oh yeah. So we definitely need to start paying better attention. From Nakanata to Motown, from Muskegon to Madonna, you're listening to The Musical Mitten. I'm Maggie. And I'm Bree, coming to you from Olivet College. This is your guide to all things music, all from the state of Michigan. When you think about, like, Michigan music, you probably wouldn't go straight for country, right? And there really aren't many country artists from here. It's a lot of, like, pop, a lot of rock, Motown. But there are a couple, actually one from pretty close to here. So all of it on a map is closer to the west side of the state, about 30 minutes outside of the capital. And we're also about 30 minutes outside of Battle Creek, which is where Frankie Ballard is from. Ooh, okay. I knew his song. Sunshine and Whiskey. Oh my gosh. I, I vaguely know it, but again, not huge into country. But there were actually a couple from that album that got popular. I remember reading. But yeah, no, he was from Battle Creek. Actually, uh, the Battle Creek Inquirer did like a little article on him. And he graduated from Lakeview High School. Actually, I didn't realize he was that close. Did you know that he actually got a start from being on Kenny Chesney's like next big star i think it was some sort of like american idol thing it was some kinds of beat yeah this was right around the time that he was like in college he went to mott community college for a year and he went to western for three years and he has connections to like the battle creek kalamazoo grand rapids area right so then he was a music major and it was Kenny Chesney's 15 Minutes of Fame contest, which is where he was discovered. And I saw that he, because of that, ended up being an opener for Kenny Chesney, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he absolutely did. Yeah. But so because of this like, whole competition, he signed Warner Bros. Records. He's done a bunch of his own music. He's open for Kenny Chesney. He's also open for Bob Seger, another Michigan native, Taylor Swift, and Lady Antebellum. So this was all in 2011. 2015 was Florida Georgia Line and Thomas Rhett. 2017, Keith Urban. And then 2018, he toured with Sugarland. I was a little bit unfamiliar with them until I started doing some looking into them, but there was an article with The Boot where they talked about the different people that he had lined for. And so this happened in about 2018 that he was headlining as they were touring, and he started working with one of the band members, Christian Bush, singer-songwriter, so they actually got to write together in 2019. Apparently it was, like, really big for, like, their creativity and stuff, and so they were just, like, writing together in 2019, and there was some talk of new Frankie Ballard music being released, but it's been a few years since this happened. We haven't heard anything yet. But I'm sure that something will come about eventually. 
Yeah, I really actually fell for a trap that said that he put out new music in 2021, and it turns out it was just like a fan Spotify thing of live songs that he hasn't quite recorded yet. And I had gotten so excited only to be misled, I guess. Yeah, no, I know. There was like, there were these rumors, but nothing really came of it. He has had like a few like songs that people, more people might have heard of, even if they're not like super fans of him. So like, all three of these are going to be from the Sunshine and Whiskey album. So it was Sunshine and Whiskey, Young and Crazy, and Hell of a Life. Yeah, I've definitely heard Young and Crazy. He's coming out with like a few different albums. I think Sunshine and Whiskey would probably be the most popular. But the most recent would be El Rio, which has come out in 2016. Oh, so that's been quite a few years. But yes, fans are hoping for more and he has been playing shows. So apparently things were recorded in 2019, but were a little bit held up probably with some personal life stuff, which we will get into a bit later. But his next concert, if you're interested, is June 3rd through 5th in Panama City Beach. It is listed on his website. If you're looking for tickets, it is the Pepsi Gulf Coast Jam. So it's actually a whole festival, but it should be exciting if you're into country music. Yeah, so that's always great ways to like see a bunch of other artists in that genre. Yeah, but again, you would not expect this of a Michigan resident. He moved to Tennessee for work. Like that was, <laughs> of course. that's of course it was Tennessee. He was like discovered in two thousand and eight, and really had just like spent his childhood singing Elvis Presley with his dad. Oh, that's so sweet. And really, if you look into it, it looks like he modeled after his dad. In the Battle Creek Inquirer article that I referenced earlier, like where he went to Mott Community College and he went to Western, he played baseball because his dad played baseball. Oh my god, stop my heart. He's like, I know he's not from southern states, but he's classic southern charm. Yeah, and actually, here's a fun fact. His roommate was Tony Shuffler, which if you follow football, was a former Lions tight end. When you said that name, it sounded familiar, but I'm not super into footballs. <laughs> yeah, but they were, like, genuinely friends, apparently. So keep in touch with I think is really cool just to, like, casually know a Lions tied in. Even if you don't like football, that's really cool. Me with Maggie in the future, don't worry about it. Really? I'm the one of us that's going to be famous? Okay. Um, but that's not his only famous connection to the state. One of his bandmates is also from Battle Creek. Eddie Robinson. Who's his guitarist? So the two of them together in one country band, which you would really would not expect, but it's still super cool. And it's not even just like anyone. I think I want to say that when they were kids. I wonder. Actually, hold on. Give me a second. I'm gonna check. This week in music. So I know we talk a lot about Encanto, but it is worth mentioning that as of Thursday, February 17th, two songs from Encanto have been certified platinum by the RIAA. Yes! Okay, which two? So this is coming from Disney Animation Promo's Twitter account. We don't talk about Bruno and Sir was special. And if I know we say that, like, things go platinum, if you don't actually know what that means, it means that they have sold over a million units in the U.S., Oh my gosh. I honestly, like, I don't know, when you hear it, you're so used to hearing it that you don't think about what the actual numbers behind it are. And yeah. it's insane. Like, it's obviously an impressive achievement, but like, a million units in the US alone. That's not even anywhere else. Have you seen Britney Spears' Instagram post? I haven't seen anything from her recently. What's up? She got her dog. 
Canada. His most Australian Shepherd and his name is Sawyer. And I know that this isn't like super musicy, but I'm so excited for her and won't be jealous because an Australian Shepherd played her job. Britney Spears has gone through a lot in the past year. So you know what? Good for her. And oh, I pulled it up. That is such a cute dog. That is a white Aussie Shepherd with baby blue eyes. Oh. And last but not least, the lineup for the Sound on Sound Music Festival, which happens in Connecticut from September 24th to 25th. Their headliners have been announced. So it's going to be Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds, The Lumineers, and Stevie Nicks. Ah, oh, she's an icon. Thanks. Are we taking another picture? <laughs> we'll talk about it. But that'll mark Stevie Nicks' third festival of the year. The first one is the New Orleans Jazz Fest, which is starts the end of April, runs through the first week of May. Then she's also doing Bonnaroo in June, and then it'll be Sound on Sound in September. Okay, so we have three chances to see Stevie Nicks. That's what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, totally. Tickets for Sound on Sound went on sale on Friday, February 18th. Just check that out at the festival's website if you are interested in any of those artists, not just Stevie Nicks. And that's been This Week in Music. The Musical Mitten started as a radio show through WOCR 89.1 The One, Olivet College Radio, as Maggie, that's me, and Bree, that's me, went on a road trip full of music all through the Great Lakes State. Let us know who you want to hear next on the survey linked at the bottom of our website, themusicalmitten.wixsite.com slash themusicalmi. Oh, okay. So, your theory was that they met as kids. Ballard graduated high school in 2001. So, he graduated in 2001, Robinson graduated in 2003. Oh, okay. So, apparently, Robinson was on a podcast, Everyone Loves Guitar. This actually, this was an interview in 2017. He was asked, like, how they found each other, how they met. And they went to the same church, same high school for a couple of years. So, like, they knew each other. And eventually just got together around this whole music thing. So even these friendships are sort of like, okay, just not bad for him. <laughs> yeah, and it's even like the stereotypical, like, Doc meets musician. I didn't even think about that. That's a whole joke. Right. And he's just living it and, like, being successful at it. Actually, speaking of success, let's talk about his wife. Yeah, Christina Murphy, she is the owner of a business called Old Smoky Boots, which for you and the listeners in case you all don't know, is a Nashville-based shoe and accessory store, which seems very fitting, I'm not going to lie. I'm into this idea. So she is an entrepreneur and a powerful woman in her own right, paired up with this musician. We love that for them. Power couple goals. And so they got married back in 2017. And then I'm looking at a screenshot from the Old Smoky Boots Instagram page for when their daughter was born. Oh, oh my gosh. That is so cute. What's her name? Pepper Lynn Ballard. Stop. You know what that makes me think of, right? Salt and pepper? Oh, no. I was thinking Tony Stark. <laughs> now I'm going to have bushes stuck in my head. <laughs> No, I know. It's such an adorable name, no matter what you associate it with. So she actually just turned two a few weeks ago. Oh, oh my gosh. Like this month a few weeks ago? Yeah, February 8th. That's so sweet. Classic, happy family who is very capable of taking care of themselves and being independent, but better together. 
So true. He does still have connections to the state. And even back in 2010, there's an M Live article that has him. He kicked off a tour with a free show at the intersection in Grand Rapids. Did you know that he actually recalls that memory? He actually recalls that memory as like one of his most proud like moments of being famous ever because of like how responsive and enthusiastic that his fans were. And it just felt like this really big rewarding homecoming. And- that is just absolutely fascinating. I love that. Oh, and he has the key to the city for Battle Creek. Did he really? Yeah. That's that was included in another Battle Creek Inquirer article. Actually, it was really sweet, the story. But, yeah, he has the key to the city. Makes you wonder what else he's got going on in his life. He does collect keys, so I guess it's no surprise that he's collecting a key to the city also. <laughs> Wait, he collects keys? Hold on. Oh, yes. Okay, so totally random thing that I found earlier in the interview from, like, 2011. So different interview same same place apparently one of his favorite things to collect is literally hotel keys i guess in the same way that like i would collect say um, concert tickets or like movie tickets oh i do the movie ticket thing yeah he likes to collect them kind of as reminders of all the places he's been and all the things he's seen and i guess like a lot of us out there he wants to put them together and do something fancy with them but they always just end up I always tell myself that I'm going to save them to like scrapbook and that I've never scrapbooked a day in my life. Exactly. Thank you. I'm so glad about the only one who just has this like random container of tickets that I'll never do anything with but cannot throw away for some reason. I have, I find it in random places all the time. I have a bunch of them pinned in my corkboard in my bedroom right now. But like hotel key cards. It just feels different and like I, not necessarily bad it fits though because he probably travels <laughs> and he probably travels a lot so i wonder okay that would be a problem for him i was like i wonder if they charge him for it <laughs> like that he doesn't care honestly i was gonna mention i've found hotel key cards my stuff before like after i've gotten back from vacations i can't imagine that it would be an issue so I don't even know how many times i've we've had to re-record me saying the words hotel key card but I think that's run our time out for today. And I don't even think we've gotten to quite everything we wanted to mention. Yeah, so I didn't even get to mention that he would have been a tiger pilot if he wasn't a performer. And I guess WMU is kind of known for the aviation, but it's a big jump. Just a bit. But I think that's about all we can do this week without me getting completely tongue twisted. So... This week we decided to get a little bit into the unfamiliar and talk about country music, which we have mentioned before. We don't always like. So next week, let's try and talk about things that we know we love. I think this show could get a little more Broadway, don't you think? This has been The Musical Mitten, where we bring you all things music from Michigan. Check out our Spotify, The Musical Mitten, with playlists for you to listen to in addition to the show, as well as our Instagram and Twitter at The Musical M.I. All of our past episodes, radio show, and podcast are on our website at themusicalmitten.wixsite.com slash themusicalmi. Again, that's T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-A-L-M-I-T-T-E-N dot W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot C-O-M slash T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-A-L-M-I. Look for updates and announcements from us in all of those places or keep listening in for weekly episodes. Catch you later.